Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa and I'm your host. We are continuing on with our Women's Empowerment, Women's History, Women Appreciation Month um, with another longtime friend of mine, um, online friend. We've not met in person, but we've just kind of clicked online. You may remember I did an episode with Gail Priest a while back, and I'll share it in the show notes what the episode was. But I actually met Gail through Mandy. Mandy uh, actually had started working from home in 2004. She was blogging. 2006, she started working full-time from home. And so it thought it would really neat because there's a lot of moms out there, a lot of women out there that want to work from home, that they have the anxiety ridden, a lot of anxiety. Um, so I thought this would be a great episode to share with you. Um, I will put in the show notes the link for her um website and i really hope you enjoy this episode and i can't wait for her to come back on so you know what i need you to do right now that's right start listening Welcome back to uh, Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know, this month of April, March, I'm already switching to <laughs> April, um, is all about women empowerment and women's history. And before we start chatting with my guest, who I absolutely adore, I've known her for years online, I mean years online, but um, I wanted to share a quote. This one's by Amelia Earhart. It says, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. And I think that goes along with what we're going to be talking about today, Mandy. Don't you agree? I agree. So before we get to talk about working from home, let's talk about who Mandy is. Introduce yourself. I'm Mandy Stevens. I've been working, I've known forever since I first started working at home. Uh, I think that was 2006 after I had my youngest daughter. Um, I had been managing a restaurant and decided to stay home and I got bored and started blogging, and that was way back when, and um, I've been working at home ever since. Wow, so you also write as well, correct? Yes, I do. I have two different uh, author pen names. That's that's my hobby, but I actually make a full-time income working part-time, working from home. Okay, so let's talk about ways people or women, especially moms, can work from home. Oh gosh, okay, so there's, there's lots of different ways. Uh, some women want to work for someone else um, so they don't have to worry about the different things like uh, you know scheduling, things like that. You can work a lot of customer service. There are tons of places hiring, especially right now. Um, you can make, usually they pay between 12 and $17 an hour. Um, I do have a group, which I'll tell you a little bit about later, and I post jobs in there. But we, um, my business partner, her name is um, 
Bonnie Paulson. She's actually an, a New York Times bestselling author. She helped me out uh, to become work a little bit more uh, full time. And um, she taught me some things uh, to become a virtual assistant, which I've been doing probably, probably about six or seven years now. And that's where I make the bulk of my money. So we talk a lot about that in our group and our website. Um, but there's so many things you can do. Um, I have friends that are editors, proofreaders, of course, authors. I work for a lot of authors that make full-time money and, and that's their only job. So. So how do you start getting like, for those that are interested in doing a proofreader or editor type job, how, how do you start that? Um, you have to build skills. Uh, you have to, you have to research, you have to learn, you have to be open to learning. There was a fella in a local group recently, of course, he's not a work at home mom, but I, I want to share this. He was said, I really want to work a desk job. I really want to do something. He's like, I've only ever done construction, but everywhere I go, no one will hire me. They won't take a chance. They won't teach me. I'm like, I don't mean to be rude, but why don't you teach yourself? Why don't you teach yourself how to earn these skills? Uh, and I think the pandemic in general has opened up a lot of people like, okay, well, I need to learn different things. I need to, to make myself more valuable. So what skills do you suggest that people learn? <laughs> Uh, computer skills. <laughs> There's so much you can do from your computer. Uh, I mean, you can being a virtual assistant is huge. You can work for someone like you. You can work for podcasters. You can work for authors. Um, I specialize. I'm a social media manager, and I run ads for authors and businesses. Um, but there's, I mean, you could be a data clerk. You can do customer service. Uh, I have a group and I post a lot of different things in there. And I have a lot of people who already work from home because working from home can get lonely sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of powwow. It's nice to have that little group where we can chit chat and say, okay, well, you know, I had a horrible day. You know, you, if you work in an office, you can sit around the cooler and talk about those things, but you can't necessarily do that when you're working from home. So, I mean, there's pros and there's cons, but there, to me, there's much more pros than anything, especially the money. Yeah. So you just brought up something about, you know, not having that camaraderie in, in an office mm -hmm. like you would at home. So how do you separate your work from your home if you're working from home? How do you set, <laughs> set hours? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, well, some days it's harder than others. Um, I work for myself. I don't work for a customer service. Uh, that That's something I think is, is not great about working for another company. I work for myself. So uh, I work three and a half to four days a week. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, usually half a Thursday. Sometimes I can take all of Thursday off. It just depends on what I have going on. My family knows when I work, when I don't. Um, I have my own office. I have my own separate space, unless my dog requires me in the living room. <laughs> or sometimes <laughs> I can take a little bit of time and you know watch a movie while I do certain work work things. So it, it, it can be done. Yeah, because I know a lot of people are stressed because they think about, I don't have a separate office. So how would you suggest for people that don't have a separate space that they for work from home? Well, like you and your cabin, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told my husband, I'm like, I need a she shed like my friend Melissa. I mean, it um, can be done, but I mean, there's some yeah. people that don't have that extra space. Well, you can, it, it depends on lock yourself in your room, you know, 
if it's important enough to you, you're going to get it done. Yeah. So we talked about how did you transition? You said you already worked, you had worked for somebody. And then how many years ago did you say? Cause I can't uh, remember. 2006. I was a um, fine dining restaurant manager. So it, it was a big difference staying at home. I, I became a stay at home mom. And then I, uh, I started blogging and I actually started making really good money blogging, but I, I kind of got burnt out. So I changed over and started doing book tours, which were great in 2012. But, you know, sometimes markets change and things. So I started becoming a virtual assistant. Um, I, I think as long as you can keep yourself open, different opportunities can fall in your lap. And that's really what happened to me. But uh, like you, don't you help people with blogs, getting mm -hmm. them going to? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think that's great because you've already been there. You already know. You've been through it all. You've been blogging forever. You're like, okay, well, markets change. You have to be flexible. So I, I think as long as you're open to those things, you can really make a lot of money. Like I have, I have courses um, where we show people step-by-step -step how to do things, or you can just go on our website and, and work through things yourself. But if you want somebody to hold your hand and say, okay, well, you know, taking you throughout all the learning curves, then you know, you can join a, whether my course or somebody else's course, there's stuff on YouTube. I mean, if you really want to learn something, you're going to learn it. So let's talk about the transition from, you know, you said you worked in a restaurant and mm -hmm. then your, your daughter was born working with a newborn as opposed to working now that your children are older, the transition of the time level. Cause I know we have different viewers from all over with all different age groups of kids. Yeah, It, it is harder. Um, well, you know, I homeschooled the entire time too. Yeah. So you pick times, you get a lot done during those times uh, when they're working on something quietly or the baby's napping, you can get a lot done in a couple of hours. I mean, even now, some days I work like on Mondays, I work two or three hours for my clients and that's it. And then the rest of the time is for me. Um, same, you know, Tuesday afternoons, Fridays, I have the all, all the entire day off. So you can get a lot done working for yourself in a short period of time. I think people don't realize um, it's different. Like when kids go to public school, they have an eight hour day when they're homeschooled, you can pack a lot more in. It's the same kind of thing when you're not working for a company that's overseeing you, when you have to do something for yourself, you can get a lot done in just a couple of hours. So your, did your hours change? Like you said, now you have Monday through Thursday, half a day, Thursday, and then you're pretty mm -hmm. much done. But when they were younger, were they, sporadic did you have set hours or was work um, well that yeah that's when i was blogging so um i would take maybe an hour or two a day and that was it unless i had something that i had to review so like i said there's so many different things you can do um if you're editing then you have to sit down for many many hours and really focus and having a rambunctious three-year-old probably not going to be the best thing unless you're doing it at night when they're asleep. And there's lots of jobs that you can do when the babies are sleeping too. Actually, I have a whole article about it on my site. So let's talk about some of the jobs since you brought it up. Yeah. That you can do while the kids are sleeping. Um, well, actually there's some um, customer service jobs that are just at night. If you're wanting to do editing just at night, I'm a social media manager. I prefer to prefer to work in the mornings, but you can schedule everything ahead the night before. Mm. Um, as a virtual assistant, depending upon 
uh, if it's something that doesn't have to be done, you know, spur of the moment, you can do everything in your own time. So if you need to work at 10 or 11 o'clock at night, that's perfectly fine, especially since you work for yourself. So you keep saying virtual assistant. For those that don't know what a virtual assistant is, tell us. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a secretary that works from the computer. So it can be someone who sends out emails for you. Um, so like for an author, someone who gathers book reviews or um, someone who sets appointments, someone who makes all the calls for you. I know some people who do bookkeeping as a virtual assistant. Um, it's basically anything to assist somebody that has a business. And so you obviously have to build up a reputation for a virtual assistant. So how do you build up that reputation, get the word out for people to know? Yeah, I, I, like, I don't even have a website up. All of my work has been word of mouth. Um, I, there are so many different groups you can post what you have in. So if you get maybe one client or you help a friend out, I actually work for a lot of bloggers, um, you know, recipe bloggers, travel bloggers, and they just let everyone know about me. They're like, Mandy's great. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> so, um, you know, the word of mouth is huge, but when you're first starting out, there are lots of different uh, websites you can post on. There's lots of different uh, groups you can post in and you can ask people to refer you too. So let's just talk about some of the websites besides workingathomemom.com. What okay. are some of the websites? Uh, well, let's see. Well, there's actually lots and lots of Facebook groups. I've gotten a lot of, you know, the virtual assistant groups. You can just type it into Facebook and they'll pull up for you. Um, when content buyers, uh, you can go on Craigslist and offer your services. Um, you can reach out to business owners who are local. If you want to work lo work locally, you can work out. Uh, depends upon what you want to do. Like if you want to be a social media manager, you can reach out to people and offer your service. I know a girl who lives in the next town over and she only works with local people. She works with real estate agents, businesses, because she reached out to everyone. Wow. So you kind of have to be a little bit confident in what you can do, right? To be yeah, able you to reach out to these people. You, you have to know what you're doing. Um, so you have to, like I said, you have to get the skills. You have to say, okay, I'm confident. I know how to do this. So. And then you also talked about on your website, you have courses with your partner, which I think Bonnie, I, Bonnie was in the book tours as well, because I remember reading some of her books. Yeah, her <laughs> so, books are great. So um, let's talk about some of the courses that you offer. Okay, the first one we have right now is um, a general virtual assistant. It takes you step-by-step step how to learn all of the skills, how to um, get clients, how to build your website, how to invoice. It goes step-by-step step showing you everything. Um, we have a new course that's getting ready to launch and that's the social media manager. And I think that one's gonna be up maybe next week. We also offer planners for virtual assistants. Um, and we have more courses that are outlined that they're not quite up yet, not quite ready. Okay, you said um, earlier that you work with like several different clients, all different clients. How do you keep them straight? Um, I used to use a whiteboard and it had all their names and it said Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday list. But now I use something called Airtable. Okay. One of my clients was using it and it is amazing. And I just check off as I go through. I have to have a list because I have so many people and so many things to do. But I go through my list and I can do it actually quite, quite quickly. 
and I can schedule ahead, which helps me out a lot too. So let's take me through a typical day of working at home for you. Okay. I wake up and get coffee and bring coffee to my husband in bed. And I sit there with my phone and I start scheduling social media for my clients. Um, that probably takes an hour and then I'll, you know, change and mosey to my office and then I'll start working on newsletters because I do newsletters for different businesses as well. And that could take an hour, that could take two hours and, and then I'm done with that. And I do several other things for myself, you know, such as writing, like you talked about earlier and, and working on my website. So, so pretty much the, the bulk of what you do for your clients is like in the morning and in the afternoon, it's kind of what you want to do for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while there's an emergency. Someone might have an ad emergency, like, Oh my gosh, everything's on fire. And I have to stop and, you know, work in that. But, but generally speaking, I, the mornings are for clients and the afternoons are for myself. Okay. Let's talk about what having to put out fires. Cause it's gotta be hard if you're virtual and not mm -hmm. being able face to face, you know, eat, how do you communicate emails? Do they call you? Do they text you? Well, how do they do that? Um, I do have some clients like my ad clients. We do face to face like this. And that way uh, we can do screen shares and show everyone how to do things, but mostly Facebook messenger or emails. And I'll just go through everything. And if something needs to be fixed, I just hop in there and fix it quickly. But so you pretty much have to have your phone with you at all times to kind of look and see, or do you have them like, important like you have them tagged as important so that you'll get notified if somebody comes through yeah they'll if it's an emergency they'll tell me they're like okay it's urgent whether it's you know the subject line in an email or they'll they'll text me but you know in this line of work nothing's nothing's life or death i don't think so if it takes me an hour it's not a big deal <laughs> so why did you decide to start this with bonnie the work at home mom um, because I'm passionate about it. You know, I, I make a full-time living. I mean, I, I do well working part-time and I see all these people around me who are stay-at-home moms. And they're like, I, you know, I want to put Johnny in football, but I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, how much is football? They're like, $200. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you can do this and this, and this even part-time and make that money. Um, when I, I remember I used to sell Avon like way back when, and I made $400 a month, four to 600. And that was a lot of money because it paid for, you know, ballet for my little one, or, you know, if somebody we wanted to go off for a day and, you know, an extra four to $600 is a lot of money for some people. Yeah, that's true. Let's talk about sick days. Cause obviously when you work, work for yourself and you work from home and you're sick, okay. how, do you, how do you take care of yourself on sick days? So last year I had COVID right before everything shut down. I did not leave my couch for, for seven days. I woke up, I did my social media and I just, I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I would take NyQuil or DayQuil and just fall asleep for hours and hours. Um, most of my, actually all my clients were amazing. You know, they're, they, I didn't know I had COVID at first and they're like, it's fine. You know, nothing is, is life or death. If something, I think I had two newsletters that I pushed back just a couple of days and it, it wasn't a big deal because it's not like I was closing deals for a lawyer. Mm -hmm. um, and because I don't take sick days, or, or, you know, because I only work 
three and a half, four days a week, I can say, okay, well, Tuesday, I'm deathly ill. I'm taking the day off and just push everything. I just move everything around. Unless you have like deadlines that have to be met, right? Yeah, but I have schedule ahead. I schedule ahead in case something comes up. So I have like, I take Fridays off and I still have social media on Fridays. So everything's already scheduled for tomorrow. So it, that would just, it's not that big of a deal. And like, if you work for somebody doing customer service, that's a little different. You're gonna have to take a sick day. So how far ahead do you schedule stuff out then? Um, I have some clients which are scheduled out for weeks. I have some clients day by day because things change. Uh, like authors, I, I require their release schedule ahead of time so I can kind of work everything ahead. I have one author, I'm like into her stuff mid-February because she's so incredibly organized and I love it, so. Wow. Yeah, everybody's a little different. <laughs> now let's talk about your ideal client and then the clients that kind of, you know, not once they pull out your hair, but the, like the last minute clients that oh. we give you everything. Oh, I have fired a lot of clients. Um, I have let people go, which I thought that maybe didn't really need me or they weren't really, really ready for me. So I'm not talking about them, but I have had some nightmare clients and no amount of money to me is worth that. So um, I have no problem letting people go because I, 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 this doesn't have to be a stressful job. And if somebody's stressing you out, then it's not really worth it. I don't think so. So, wow. I love the fact that you said that you had to let clients go instead of saying, not even, you know, not even answering their calls, just say, nope, sorry, I can't work for you. Because there's a lot of people that aren't that, they don't have that scruple, that conscious, they'll just take the money and just do a half job for them, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, whatever I need is going to come to me kind of thing. So if I have to let somebody go, then I know something better is coming for me. If there's something bad in your life, get rid of it so something good can come in. So it's always worked for me. So you're also writing a book about working at home. It's almost oh, I, am. I am because I can't put everything on the website because it just takes too long. We have lots of articles, um, but I have over a hundred different places that hire from home. So let's say you don't want to work for yourself. Um, you're like, no, I, I really want that, that nine to five feel or seven to 11, you know, working at night. Um, there's different places that are hiring. Um, I show you what to look for so you're not scammed because people will scam you. You know, even in the blogging world, mm -hmm. people people sell the stuff and, and they're only making good money on blogging because they're they're signing up other bloggers. Have you seen those? Those mm -hmm. are the worst. No. Oh, that's that's why I like people like you who help other bloggers because you're a genuine person and you want people to do well. So yeah. I mean, because, yeah, there there are a lot of scammers out there. So how do you tell the difference between someone's coming to you wanting to hire you that that's not that's genuine instead of someone that's a scammer? Because that you also can get taken that way. Um, oh, you mean for, for not for me in particular, but for somebody. Yeah. Uh, well, they'll want money, you know, instead of paying you, they'll want you to pay something. Not like a course, but like to sign you up for something. Um I think that there's a lot of, or they, or they want you to sign up for something, um, you know, so they can get a kickback from it. 
And that's the only way that they're really making money. So let's talk about, um, you talked about, you know, the scammers and my question just left me like this. Um, you talked about the scammers, but also what should you look for as far as someone that like they want to hire you? Do you offer, you ask them to pay upfront or do you have a contract? Oh, How do you go about doing that? I do. I meet with somebody, either I have a telephone call or I meet face to face with them probably 90% of the time. Um, I've been doing it for a while. So I know what questions to ask. I get, I get very specific as to what they're looking for, what their expectations are. I bill ahead and I do what we call a retainer. So um, if they want me to do newsletters for them, then I charge a, a set amount for the month and they pay me ahead of time. And with social media, everybody pays me before I do the work. I mean, I love that. Cause there's not a lot of people that, that, want to get their payment up front. A lot of, a lot of companies will say, no, I'm going to pay you after the work is done. And you're like, no, 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 that's not, that's not how I work. If you want me to, to work, I have, I have references. I've been doing this a really long time. Um, so, so let's talk about the business side of it. The, the accounting, mm -hmm. how do you keep that straight? How do you keep to make sure that you have your taxes? Cause I know in, in the work at home life, you uh -huh. have to make sure if, if you claim any, you know, if you're not, if it's not under the table, which I'm just, I know pretty much you're <laughs> straightforward. So it's not under the table, but how no, do no, you no. claim it on your taxes? How do you keep track of all that? I invoice with PayPal and that really helps me keep, keep everything in there. Then I go through, I know exactly what I've spent on what I have a lot of expenses, you know, like for, um, I use VAs for certain things too. So I know what I've paid out and I can go through there and, you know, they give me the 1099, which is wonderful. So, yeah, but sometimes the 1099, sometimes PayPal, you have to have a certain limit before they send you a 1099. So oh, I have that limit. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I bill everything through there. Like I said, you know, I'm working part time, but I make full time money. Um, I do quite well. And that that's why. That's why, you know, like I was really nervous. I'm like, what qualifies me to write a course? Um, well, I'm actually, I actually do. I make really good money and I'm not, and I'm not making any money from my website. You know, I, I mean, eventually I hope so, of course, but I'm not making money from that. Actually, I'm making money doing the things that say you can make money. I'm not some charlatan who's been doing it for two months and wants to write a course. I think that that's huge and it's different. <laughs> so you took the time to build your reputation from the very beginning when your daughter was younger. How long ago was that? You said 2000 and 2004. That's when I started wow. blogging. 2004 when I started blogging and then I started um, working at home in 2006. So that was, I wouldn't, work, I wouldn't work outside my house at this point. I make, they, they couldn't pay me enough. <laughs> so how do you keep yourself from going stir crazy when you're working at home and you're at home all the time? Are you just a homebody? Uh, no, no, I have, I have been since the pandemic, but before then, no, I was go, go, go. Um, I liked, I go to the gym. Um, I take a lunch break and either I go to planet fitness or I go there. We have a big park over by me and I just have to get fresh air. Um, I go to the beach uh, I really, really enjoy my days off. That helps a lot. <laughs> my husband comes home for lunch for an hour. So we enjoy lunch together. And those are, oh, that's huge. 
you know, and I like talking to other work at home moms that helps me because it does, it can get lonely when you're working, you don't have coworkers. So I bug Bonnie a lot too. <laughs> and, um, you said you take your own lunch. Cause I know a lot of people who work at home tend to work at their desk and take their lunch at their desk. But you said you take it. Is that because your husband comes home mm -hmm. or is that just because you're just like, no, I just need to take it. Um, I, I work from the computer, but I'm not a computer person. So, uh, I don't know if that even makes sense. I'm a person I like to be outside and I like to be out in nature. So working behind the computer all the time, I have to take a break. But you know, most days I'm here a half a day for client stuff. So I'll take a couple hours. I'll clean my house really good and all that. And then if somebody needs me, I'll jump on and then I'll get back on in the afternoon and, and, you know, work on this website or write or whatever. So. So you talked about the Facebook group that you have. So let's talk mm -hmm. about your Facebook group. What's it called? Working at home moms. Since there's, you know, everybody in there either works from home or wants to work from home. I'm very picky. Um, it's, it's, you don't have to be a mom, but I prefer people to be female. You know, mm -hmm. um, I've had several creepy guys try to join. Um, so uh, it's just a place we can, we can chat and it's, uh, for camaraderie and, you know, I'll post different things in there to help. Like I posted about work at home depression mm -hmm. because sometimes it's real, you know, I mean, it, it can be a real thing, but I think there's a lot more that's pro to it for working at home. Um, you know, we do rah, rah, you know, are you exercising? Are you getting enough water? Are you, what are you eating? Are you eating right? Are you taking care of yourself? Because I, sometimes I think we as mothers, uh, you know, we have our business and we have our, our husband and we have our kids and we have a family life. And it's like, oh, are you even taking care of yourself? So, you know, so we remind people to take care of themselves and and we listen to each other. And I think that's huge. Um, I do post um, work at home jobs in there. Um, I think I've been posting like one or two a week. I haven't officially opened until today. So, yay. So everybody's welcome to join. I'll post it on our um, working at home mom Facebook page. And the, so people can join the group if they want. I love that. So you mentioned something about your family. How do you balance your family life? You said you work four and a half hours, but how do you balance? Like if your kid has to go somewhere like a doctor's appointment or something like that, you, you really have to be a great scheduler and a great planner. Uh, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about today. <laughs> um, I was thinking this was next Thursday because of uh, my calendar, and I was I had an appointment, so that's why I said, "Can we push it to three? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, um, sometimes I make mistakes like that, um, and sometimes, it, you know, I have to I have to schedule a schedule a lot. I live by list. I live by schedules. So what would you say to the one person who was thinking about or to the, the woman that's at home with in the trenches right now with the, the newborns and everything else and you know the babies and they want to they want to earn an income, but they don't feel like they deserve they don't have the self-esteem or self-confidence to go after that? What would yeah. you tell them? I would tell them that they need to sit down and write a list of things that they're actually interested in and passionate about. And then go from there. Because not everybody's going to want to do what I do. Um, I mean, you can. I've seen women who are making cookies, you know, with cottage laws. 
and selling them in Facebook groups. Um, I see women who are writing articles and selling them to other bloggers. Um, I take photographs of recipes and sell them to bloggers. You know, I make between $100 to $235 per recipe. I mean, there's so like really so many things you can do. And there's a lot of people now that are doing charcuterie boards as well. So, oh yeah, oh yummy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll buy those. <laughs> but you know, and we post different things in in our group too, and it's free. You know, the website's free. Joining the group is free. We just want to encourage people. Say, you know what, you can do these. And you're if you're into the multi-level marketing stuff, you're not allowed to promote that in our group at all. Okay, so that's another thing because there's a lot of people that will like sign me up for this. I oh, no. you know, there you know, you always get this message from someone that you don't even talk to on a daily basis. You haven't talked to them since second grade, <laughs> and then they're messaging you, "Oh, you need to try this," or "You need to try that," and you're like, mm -hmm. and there, and then there are some friends that they're your really close friends, but every time you turn around and you look on their social media, they're trying to get you to join their program or trying to get them yeah. to buy their drinks, and that just turns you off. Yeah, this is um, more long-term and more stable is what we're working on. Um, I, I know people who make money doing that, and I think it's wonderful for them, and I think it works for some people, but I also think it's predatory for some people. You know, they're like predators. Mm -hmm. And I'm making 700000 Yes, you have all these people in your downline, and that's why you're making it, not because you're actually making it. But, yeah. Each so, their own. <laughs> So how did you and Bonnie decide to start this together? I'm like, hey, Bonnie. <laughs> um, it was it was on the back of my mind for a while. We had a virtual assistant course for authors um, for their virtual assistants to take it so they can learn different skills or for people who wanted to be virtual assistants for authors. But I wanted to branch out. Um, and she's so knowledgeable. She knows so much about everything. If you could ever have a conversation with her, she's amazing. Um, and, you know, we just wanted to branch out and actually help other people who maybe just didn't want to work with authors um, because you can work with any kind of business. And she has done so many different things. And I have done so many different things. So we just decided to put all on a site so people could, you know, read through and learn. And, and we're starting a YouTube channel too. So I'm I'm actually incredibly shy, so this ought to be fun, <laughs> right? So I don't know because I've known you online for years, and I don't see that shy person. Yeah, I am. I, I was so nervous to come on here, but <laughs> but it was a more comfortable because I've known you for so long, and I'm yeah. so proud of you. You're doing amazing. I love your cats from the blog cabin. I mean, we actually started. I started when started reading books when you were doing the promotional book tours. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. when how I got into knowing you and I'm like you and, and some of the other ladies. And then I had, yeah. I don't know if you were, you were able to see the episode, but I had Gail Priest come on. She had reached out hey. to me and I was like, Hey, you know, she wanted me to write. She wanted to know, could she use one of the reviews I wrote on mm -hmm. Amazon? And I was oh, like, yeah. absolutely. And do you want to come on the show? She's like, right. yes. Oh, and it was one of my favorite interviews. She's amazing. She is so, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to share? One little nugget. One little nugget. Um, you know, we're, we're just starting. I, I want people to come on and kind of grow with us. 
Um, you can go and sign up for our, our mailing list and you get uh, a little list of 10 different things you can do from home. Um, join the group, say hi. Um, all is linked on our website, so. Okay, and where can they find the website at? Um, www.workingathomemom.com. Okay, and I wanna thank you for being on and I'm so proud of you for coming on, <laughs> even though you're shy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I think you might be joining me later on in a couple months, maybe? Or a month? Yeah, as Mia Ellis, as my one of my, my urban fantasy. So. so I can't wait to chat about chat with the alter ego. Maybe the alter ego is not. Maybe the alter ego is a. I don't think she's as shy as me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little more kick butt, so. <laughs> Hey, so Mandy, I want to thank you for coming on thank and you. talking about working from home because I think that's a lot of things that we struggle with is you know trying to find the balance, especially if you're working home during yeah. during COVID, mm -hmm. especially that which reminds me, um, how did COVID change the way you work from home? It, did you get more clients? Was there more people that wanted to hire you, or did it not affect you at all? It, it didn't really affect me because a lot of my clients were already working from home, you know, because I work with a lot of authors or businesses. Um, but it didn't like COVID in general just didn't affect me. My business grew a lot last year, whereas, you know, a lot of people had to deal with other you know, aspects of everything closing down, which broke my heart. But I was very thankful <laughs> for my job because it didn't really affect me. My so business wondering, just continued to grow. Yeah, because I was wondering because, you know, some of the clients that you may have worked with may have had to close. So like the ad, like the local businesses and stuff. No, I don't work with what I don't work with local businesses. Um, I did. I tried that. I didn't really enjoy it because they wanted lots of meetings. <laughs> I don't like that. So um, I like I like virtual. You know, I can do the face to face for an hour and then we're done, you know. Sounds sounds awesome. I like virtual too. Anything virtual, I'm all for, especially when I can work from my cabin. So, yeah, I'm gonna get one of those cabins one day. <laughs> yeah, and if you're ever in North Carolina, because I know you're in Florida, but if you're ever yeah. up this way, you're more than welcome to come by and check it out. Oh, I would love that. I love that, and then I get to hug you. Well, if yeah. we're doing hugs at that point, so <laughs> yeah, at some point, <laughs> I'll, I'll elbow you. <laughs> so. Thank you so much, Mandy, for coming on. And guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Wow, I really hope you enjoyed and learned a lot of things about how you can structure your life from working from home and so that it doesn't have to always be all about work. I know sometimes I have a problem separating what's work time and what's actually time to do something with the family. So I have learned I have to schedule those times in. Going back to the very beginning when I talked about Gail Priest, Gail was actually on episode 49 and it was an amazing episode and I really enjoyed talking to her. Her, her books are amazing as well and Mandy is also an amazing author. So I can't wait to have her come back on under her pseudonym to talk about a new book that she has coming out. So I hope you really got a lot of great ideas about working from home. The Work at Home Moms is what it's called, the website. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. And I would love, since I am working from home right now, I'm 
coming to you from the blog cabin and recording this. I would love if you could help me out. And that would be to leave a rating or review and subscribe to the channel wherever you listen to the podcast. That way you know when a new episode drops. I have some amazing episodes still to come for Women's Appreciation, Women's History Month. And I can't wait for you guys to... Um, listen in and find out what I've got going on and I have a lot more great content coming down the line. I There is no stopping in sight. So I hope you have a blessed day and remember keep chatting.